episode of Organic with OG Adriana, a podcast that explores the intersection of authenticity, mindful consumption, and radical motherfucking healing. Y'all, I'm your girl, your host, Adriana, aka OG Adriana, if you're nasty. And y'all, I am back on this mic. Um, We are at the beginning of the end of this season. This is the last month of episodes, y'all. This is one out of the four last episodes of season two of my podcast. I'm very, very excited to take a break. I'm going to have a good like month and a half off, right? Um, Kind of, barely, a little bit. I- I'm going to be planning some things, but a month and a half off of dropping new content, right? And just preparing and getting myself together. That being said, just to recap my life a little bit, I have definitely fallen deeply into sad girl winter. I have very much been feeling the effects of the seasons, um, the effects of just a whole bunch of life stuff going on. Um, I have definitely had to catch myself before falling into some super unhealthy patterns and things lately, just because y'all, your girl has been going through it. And I am sure that y'all have seen my internet rants. If you haven't, bless you. (laughs) Right. Um, But I will say, I say all of that to say, y'all, I, although I'm sad, right. um, Or rather I'm going through periods where I'm feeling extreme sadness and hurt and grief and all of these things, right? I cannot help but to be extremely proud of myself, extremely proud of the place that I am now, because there is a time, or there was a time rather, that I had no clue how to pull myself out of dark situations. I had no clue how to not or how to talk myself out of coping really negatively, whether that be trigger warning, self-harm, um, or thoughts of being unalive right? Um, there was a time where I genuinely did not have the tools. I did not have the capacity. I did not have the means mentally, physically, spiritually, emotionally to build myself up in those situations, right? Um, however, I'm very proud that all I, that my grief and that my sad days really just look like me crying, right? Which I love to do. Y'all already know the vibes, but crying hysterically, laying in bed with hella backwoods and watching trash television while also practicing my breathing and doing a little bit of ranting on the internet. If that's what my bad days looks like, honey, I am exponentially better than I was a few years ago. And 
I'm giving myself a lot of pats on the back. I'm very grateful for that and to be in that space. Um, but moving right along, right? Because I do not want to rant. This is going to be an easy, breezy episode, right? We not we don't have no guests. We're not digging into no super deep hard-hitting topics. Um, this is super light energy, right? So moving right along um, for current events, probably the darkest part of the podcast because a whole bunch of stuff has been going on. So first of all, this situation with Balenciaga, I'm sure that y'all have all heard by now. Balenciaga, Balenciaga if you don't know who they are, they're a high-end brand. Um, I don't have any Balenciaga pieces. I don't find them super appealing. They're all pretty fucking ugly. The sock shoes are terrible looking um, and not my thing at all. However, they dropped the an ad and in the ad, the thing is advertising, advertisers in these companies and marketing agencies know exactly what they're doing. It is literally their job to place to intentionally place items within these ads and marketing campaigns um, to push their product. So why in this very recent Balenciaga campaign was there a child holding a bear wearing BDSM clothing? And I get it. Um, I, I get the sense that this style of clothing with a bunch of belts and leathers, um, like mixing materials and things that is like really popular right now where fashion is concerned. However, having a child holding a BDSM fucking bear, goddamn, while on the table, there is a strategically placed court document, um, of, some case having to do with pedophilia. Um, sorry, trigger warning, trigger warning. Um, that was allegedly like a really big, like Supreme court case, I believe. Um, correct me if I'm wrong, obviously, but nigga, y'all know what y'all are doing. Advertisers know we, we know about the FBI pedophilic symbols. We, we know about all of these things. So, to put this ad out to the public and then try to retract it, right? Because you get backlash. Like, nigga, the, the ad's already out there. The agenda, whatever agenda that was trying to be pushed when this ad was developed and strategically put together, goddamn, um, the agenda, it was already, it's already there. They succeeded. Goddamn, everyone's talking about it. The the people the people are going to support what they want to support. Um, and by putting an ad out there like that, I, I feel like this company has very much shown um, that they are on the Jeffrey Epstein side of the world, right? Um, which, you know, a lot of these elites are. And, you know... Unfortunately, unfortunately, in these situations where elitism is concerned and the highest powers of the world are concerned and the trauma that they cause to the rest of us and trigger warning, all these pedophilic rings and all of these underground secret societies that are built by these elite members of the world, um, we, we know that they exist. 
nigga, we know that it's there. It's very unfortunate that they exist. And it's very unfortunate that it's very hard to get access to that information because where there is power or where there is money, there is power. Where there is elite status, there is extreme influence, right? Um, so yeah, super dumbass, you know, story that came out. Stop supporting these white ass brands is all I'm gonna say about that. Um, and yeah, um, in other kind of really sad news, there was another mass shooting in these United States, um, in I believe the city of Boulder, Colorado, somewhere in Colorado, there is a shooting at a nightclub that has been ruled as um a hate crime toward lgbtqia plus and whatever else letter symbols exist in that acronym right um but yeah it's a hate crime nigga why are you going in a gay club and shooting up gay people there's no there's there's no denying the fact that this was a very targeted and isolated event. Well, I don't know whether or not it's isolated, but it's a very targeted event. Like, nigga, it, it's very different from trigger warning going into a supermarket, right, and just blasting fire because you're you're angry at the world. When you literally go to a place that is very specific to one particular group of people, right, which obviously is a very nuanced group of people. You know, um, it's it's kind of a blanketed term, obviously. That's why there's so many letters in the goddamn acronym um, and counting. But it's, it's a very targeted event. Like, so to try to deny that it's like a hate crime or to try to deny that this was not directly targeted at the LGBTQ community, like, there there's no way around that. It fucking sucks. Like... I just pray in 2023 and with this lovely Gemini full moon that we are under right now as I'm recording, I just pray that we are able to release the hatred in our heart, whatever the energy of hatred that has plagued the earth. I pray for true balance and true fucking healing in that regard. Um, and obviously that is a huge topic because there's generations and uh, on generations and generations of fucking trauma and so much unlearning that we have to do in order to even get to a place where we were able to heal all the motherfucking hatred in our hearts in the world. Right. Um, but we need to start doing that. We need to release whatever the fuck is holding us back as a collective, as a collective, right. Um, from really stepping into our best life. And I think that a lot of that best life includes putting community first, being able to be in community or being able to commune um, cordially with people who are outside of your immediate community um, and just fucking working together. Goddamn, we got a planet to live on and we don't know how long this, this hoe is going to last. To be honest, we don't know when, when God or whatever the fuck y'all call the universe is going to implode on us, nigga. And the shit's going to be over forever. So I feel like it is really, really important at this time for us to all get, gather our thoughts and our minds and our spirits and, move forward in a very good and peaceful direction in the year to come. Um, but y'all, that being said, last week's episode, um, which was a couple weeks now, um, was entitled What's the Budget? It was the third and final installment of our Black Media Month 
podcast mini series. Um, and it featured a lovely woman by the name of Day Hope who is learning and healing. And I, I really admire her strength and her courage because this podcast episode, full disclosure, almost did not happen. Y'all almost did not hear that conversation. Nigga, I had to... There was a lot going on, right, um, surrounding that episode, surrounding other potential guests, right? Um, but I'm very grateful that things worked out because I think that the conversation that J-Hope and I had was a very important conversation, was a very beautiful conversation. I feel like the way this woman articulates her feelings and her growth and her journey thus far is very beautiful. And I cannot help but to motherfucking stand, right? But that being said, if you have not listened to that episode, go run it back right now right now god damn and then come back because like i said this is gonna be an easy peasy episode right so actually if you're not ready to get into your feels maybe don't go back to that episode um stay right here for a little bit until you are ready but that being said i am moving on and let's get into the things that i have currently been ingesting All right, y'all. So if you're new here, um, I do have to say that when I say the things that I am currently ingesting, I do not just mean like eating and like physically ingesting things and sending it through your digestive tract. I mean like all the many things that you can ingest, whether that be the hobbies you indulge in, the company you keep, um, all the many things that and many means in which these things can be absorbed into your body, your mind, your spirit, your aura. Um, I think it is very important to kind of keep track of these things. I like to use this segment of my podcast kind of as an accountability tracker um, because we've talked about it here a lot. Accountability and keeping or auditing our progress rather for the sake of personal accountability, I think is super important. I think that is one of the most important pieces of our personal healing journeys, because if we're not kind of auditing and looking back at the things that worked, the things that did not work for us, um, we don't really know how to navigate, right? We're just kind of moving mindlessly. And I think it is very important, especially as the year, the fiscal year, right? The Gregorian, is it Gregorian, Gregarian? I really need to figure that out, right? I'm going to figure that out before the end of this this season, right? Um, But before this calendar year is over um, and we all are kind of in reset mode, we're all kind of in, you know, getting our, our, our things in order for the new year to start. Um, I think it is super fucking important for us to see what worked and see what we need to fucking release in order to move on in a really super healthy way. That being said, when it comes to the things that I am currently ingesting, when it comes to like food, drinks, and supplements, y'all, I have been in like I said, sad girl mode. I have been going through bouts of depression. Therefore, my eating habits have not been the best. Um, I have very much been eating a bunch of dairy. I've been eating egg kind of more in these last couple of weeks than I have. Um, very much leaning into a full vegetarian diet um, in that sense. 
So yeah, I, I've been comforting myself with pizza. I, I fucking love pizza. I have been on this Greek yogurt kick, super craving Greek yogurt. I love the tangy dryness of dairy Greek yogurt. Now there are some super good non-dairy options on the market. Silk has a fucking delicious vegan Greek or non-dairy Greek yogurt rather. Um, however, I've been craving dairy, y'all. Um, and I don't know what that is. Um, I have been kind of constipated a little bit because of it. Um, so yeah, moving forward, definitely kind of being mindful about dairy intake specifically. Um, yeah. That being said, hella yerba mate. I still have not been drinking coffee. Have I don't know if I said that last episode. Y'all, I haven't drank coffee in like two months. I, I've been thugging it without coffee. I have not been thugging it without caffeine. I have definitely been drinking hella matcha. Y'all know that. Um, I've had a couple chives here and there. Um, but yerba, I, I just love it. I do want to note, though, that I don't like how much the price of yerba mate fluctuates so much at every single store. There's not a consistent price at any store that I frequent um, to buy yerba mate. And that's kind of annoying. Um, So if you're listening clear, I mean, clean brand yerba mate and the Gayasa brand, I think that's what it's called. I could be lying, but y'all get, get your prices together. We need some consistency. Okay. Um, What else? Yeah, I've kind of been cooking a little bit and kind of been not cooking. It's just really kind of been all over the place. I will say I have not been as consistent as I had been with my probiotic. I think my body can definitely tell, um, but I've taken it consistently the last three days, okay? So I'm trying to get back on track with that. Um, Yeah. I think the the theme of my eating, drinking, and supplement habits is that I need to get back on my shit in order to feel better. And I think that because I am trigger warning masochistic and because I have a history with like self-harm, I, I think I do it to my body in different ways. And I think my eating has kind of always not been super normal and it has always I have always done super extreme things with my diet and super extreme things when like my diet has always kind of directly been a reflection of my mood so I think this is the season of me being more mindful of not allowing my mental state to dictate what I'm putting into my body because I do value physical health so, so much. And I do value the power of plants and eating a a majority plant-based diet. Um, And I believe in all of the healing powers that come with that, taking my herbs and supplements and ting. Um, So yeah, it's back on track season, goddamn, when it comes to that. Um, As far as media, y'all, I've been watching Nigerian television, honey. So I watched and finished a series called Blood Series, super fucking good series. I don't know the name of the actor, but he played the dad in another Nigerian series that I, I love called Meet the Atabanjos. But he's in this series playing a cop and I stand. I love it. I think it 
yeah, I really like the season. I really would, or I really like this show. I really would love for it to be renewed. So Blood Sisters, if you have not watched, it is a Netflix original Nollywood production. Goddamn. Um, I've also, I also watched this movie called A Lego's Christmas. <laughs> Because I, I love Christmas movies. I'm so cheesy and corny. My nails are literally Christmas themed right now because Christmas, I, I just love it. And I think that I have not been leaning enough into the Christmas season, honey. And I think that doing so will definitely help me um, with this mood, this, this sadness that's going on with your girl. But yeah, a Lego's Christmas. I kind of fell asleep on it, but super good. Um, I'm still oh, mm. so I've been watching the Monsters, right? Which is crazy. I think I told y'all this a couple of weeks ago that I've been watching that on Amazon Prime. And if you don't know, the Monsters is if the Monsters did not exist, then the Adams family would not exist. Um, and it's so ironic that randomly I started watching that because a show called Wednesday, which is the spinoff of the Adams Family saga, right? Um, documenting my personal favorite character from the series, Wednesday Adams, um, going off to boarding school, honey, and living her best magical life, tapping into her clairvoyance, right? And, ooh, honey, I really like that show. The girl who plays Wednesday. I think she's a beautiful actress. She actually reminds me so much of my friend Alyssa in our middle school days, like the shape of her lips, just her just feistiness. It reminds me so much of Alyssa. So AV, if you are listening to this, honey, I, I stand and shout out to the show Wednesday. I won't give away too many spoilers because I know it's a super new series and a lot of people are going to watch it or are planning to watch it, but I say watch it. My baby loved that show, has a huge crush on Wednesday, super cute. Um, well, a huge crush on Jenna Ortega, rather, honey, um, as he says in his own words, but super cute show. Definitely watch if you have it. Um, y'all, like I told y'all, Big Depressed Mommy has been laying in bed watching trash TV. A trash show that I binged was The Ultimatum, honey, on Netflix. What? What a doozy. These love shows are a hot ass mess. And I don't got too much to say because these hoes never work. Um, but it was a very interesting show. I will say my favorite person on the show... I don't know. I honestly, it was lackluster, but that, yeah, <laughs> everyone was like kind of annoying and, but it was like, cool, I guess to watch. Um, yeah, I, I've been super mindful about social media and the ways I'm ingesting social media and the things that I'm doing on social media. And I've been trying to kind of stay away a little bit because my patterns on social media as of late had not been super healthy. So I've been mindful of that, y'all. But moving right along, right, from media, because that's really all the new things, you know, still same podcast rotation, YouTube rotation, all of that good shit. Goddamn. Um, but where music is concerned, there's one song that has been heavily in my rotation 
and it is called I See You by Coco Jones. I know I've talked about Coco on this podcast um, in regards to the Terrell show, T and Coco, you feel me? Um, And Mama Girl has a beautiful voice, and I See You is a beautiful ballad. Y'all know I'm ballad queen. It was phenomenal or it is a phenomenal song. The first time I heard the song, I was making all the ugly faces and I still make all the faces. And it's just story of my life. I will say, and and this is just a prophecy, right? And I pray for only benevolence and light energy, benevolent and light energy when it comes to this topic. But if for whatever reason, (laughs) me and this little bay or whatever that we have discussed on the pod um decide to to be married and have a, a married situation and a wedding situation i will ball my eyes out if i had the privilege for that song to be my first dance because oh my god what a perfect example of how i currently feel about a current human in my life because something about your hands on my body, goddamn, feels better than any man I ever had. Goddamn, like, why would she say that? Like, what? Something about the way you just give me. What? Like, I can't, like, you got a feel and a soul that I need in my life, bitch, like, Maybe I just feel lost without you. Maybe I'm just pissed off without you. Goddamn, let me not cry on the mic because I just, what? What? Oh, I, I just stand. So shout out to Coco and ICU. That shit has been on repeat. Um, Sailor Moon 2.0. Shout out to Baby Tate, who I just love. I think she's really cute. I love when she pops up on my For You page when I am scrolling through TikTok. I think she's really cute and super fucking talented. And I was just talking about the way that I wish that remixes were actual remixes, like different songs completely. Now, there are reused bars, obviously, from Sailor Moon, the original track, which we gonna get to we are going to fucking get to y'all in the topic of the week but i love the fact that in sailor moon 2.0 they actually fucking flipped it and not just added a verse they flipped the production of it and the feel of it it feels like a brand new song and i that's what i love about a remix i just i can't the ad libs are perfect it's like bad bitch dance vibes but that being said um there's nothing really more that I want to talk about where music is concerned because we have a very music heavy topic of the week y'all like I said we are keeping it light I will be off this mic before y'all know it goddamn y'all will be done hearing my voice for the week um in a second but that being said y'all let's get into the topic of the motherfucking week all right friends so this week's topic of the week is my motherfucking Spotify wrapped. I am so excited to share this with y'all. Y'all know last season I did an entire episode 
dedicated to my Spotify wrapped the end of the year wrap up in music and ting. Um, so I thought this was the perfect time to do this. I don't have a lot of energy, honey. We have one more guest remaining for the rest of season two. We have talked about so many fields. We have done so many things. So it's time for a motherfucking break. Goddamn. And I feel like I'm saying motherfucking a lot. I'm in my Samuel L. Jackson bag right now. And that's just is how we gonna be. It's how it's going to be. So that being said, if you do not know what Spotify wrapped is, if you are in a place of the world where you do not use Spotify, if you are an Apple music person, or if you predominantly use a different streaming service for your music and podcast listening pleasure, right? Um, You may not know what Spotify wrapped is, but Spotify wrapped is a, it's like an end of year review of your listening, right? Um, This concept was started by a black woman intern who worked at Spotify um, for little or probably no pay as an intern. Um, But yeah, she created this idea and what it has become is super dope. We love sharing it. We love (laughs) sharing the screenshots of what we are listening to. I think it tells a lot about our personalities and our moods throughout the year. Um, Like I said, we are super big on auditing self-auditing our progress. So I love things like this. I love things that tell me where I'm at, where I've been. Um, and it definitely does tell a story. So that being said, y'all take a swig of water. Where's my water, child? I'm thirsty. So that being said, to start, honey, um, yeah, I think the Spotify rap this year dropped, I on 1130-ish, November 30th, maybe November 1st or December 1st. I'm pretty sure I saw it before the 1st. So whenever it came out, it came out about a week ago. Goddamn. And yeah, it it told me a whole bunch of things about myself and about my listening. I was surprised. I will say Janae shows up or Janae does not show up anywhere in my Spotify rap. Um, other than my 100 most played songs in 2022. So word to my girl, Janae, for not dropping no music and just living her best life and cooking a baby and now having a newborn baby. Um, but yeah, I was like really sad because I, that's my girl. And when she don't show up in my shit, I be feeling some type of way. Goddamn, I judge myself a little bit and maybe I should not do that, but I did. Um, but This year, I listened to a whopping total of 92,727 minutes um, of things on Spotify, which is more than 98% of the people in the United States. So I guess your girl just uses Spotify a lot. I listen to a lot of music. I love it. I stand. um, I listen to a total of 77 genres. What a perfect number. Um, My number, my fifth most listened to genre was pop. And it's very interesting that it's pop because when I listen to my, you know, curated Spotify playlist, my pop playlist, I think it's called pop mix. So restart the sentence. When I listen to my curated pop mix playlist on Spotify, um, it's all like R&B songs with like 
that are pop. It is so cute because I've just been in such an R&B bag and there was a time a couple years ago where I shied away from all R&B. I just didn't want to hear it. I was just gross. I, I It was just too lovey for me. I wasn't yeah, but I have hopped heavily back into my R&B bag. That is my roots. I grew up on R&B. Um, I studied the R&B singers of the world. So, yeah, it's very interesting that my my fifth most listened to genre is pop music. But in reality, most of the pop music I listen to, um, if they're not old 90s, early 2000s pop that I used to listen to back in the day, it's like R&B style pop. But my fourth most listened to genre um, is jazz, which I stand. I do listen to a bunch of jazz, um, classic jazz specifically. Um, my number three most played genre was alternative R&B. Number two, rap. And number one, R&B, y'all. Um, yeah, per. So... Okay, I'm just trying to read my notes, honey, because I actually wrote in really bad handwriting really quickly because I was tired of writing. But my they did this cute thing this year with Spotify wrapped where they tell like your morning, noon and like night moods. So in the morning, my music mood was mellow, laid back, cozy. I seized the day. So like midday mood was poetic, passionate, laid back. And my night mood was love, reminisce, motive, or yeah, love, reminisce, motivation, which I stand. Um, that's really cute. Is really cute. Also, that laid back showed up twice because y'all, I've been big resting mommy this year. I have been resting a lot, resting intentionally a lot, I will say. So yeah, it's cute that laid back is both in my morning mood and my afternoon mood. Um, so this year I listened to a total of 3,963 songs. I got a swig water on this one, honey, because uh, this is a, my number... My number five most played song this year is a song that I really tried to not listen to, but it's just such a good song. It's so toxic and just a great song, but No Love by Summer Walker is my fifth most played song in 2022, which we just gonna leave that there. Fucking scissors, summer. Y'all got y'all a fucking hit with that one. Um, my number four most played song this year. Y'all already know I swooned over this song so much. Hurt Me So Good, Honey by Jasmine Sullivan. Ugh, my girl. My number three most played song. And y'all remember earlier I said we were gonna get here. But my number three most played song in 2022 was Sailor Moon by Leia. So dope. I fucking stan. Um, my number two most played song off or of 2022, no surprise to me, Plastic Off the Sofa by Beyonce. Goddamn. And my number one most played song, which I was super proud of because this song is, there, there's a bar literally written on my mirror that I see every single day of my life. Um, this song has meant so much to me ever since I heard this song. Um, it 
I just stand. My actual, my most played day of this song was three days after the motherfucking, was it three days after the album released? Well, it was on May 15th. Goddamn, I ran this show so much. Um, That's three days after my baby's birthday. I don't actually remember when the album came out. But Count Me Out by Kendrick Lamar is my number one most played song of 2022. And I am... I'm super proud of that. I played it 251 times and it's it's not a surprise that that's my most played song. Shout out to motherfucking Kendrick. So I listened to six or 1,656 total artists this year. Um, so that's like two songs per artist-ish if the math is math and right. So my number five most played artist was actually my 2021 most number one most played artist, but this year he's my number five. Shout out to Isaiah Rashad um, for being my number five most played artist. I just, I stand, I love him. My number four most played artist this year is my girl, the throat goat, um, my personal favorite vocalist, Jasmine Sullivan. Um, my number three most played artist this year is Kendrick Lamar. Goddamn, because I definitely ran me some Kendrick this year. My number two most played artist this year because of one motherfucking album, the album of the year, Renaissance. Goddamn, my number two most played artist in 2022 is is none other than the Beyonce. Goddamn, um, just I I just I I really stand. Um, my number one most played artist though in 2022 this was kind of a surprise to me because I guess I don't realize how much I listen to this woman because she I just love her so much and I love her music so much and it's always a go-to but my number one most played album or my number one most played artist this year is my girl Kehlani oh I just, I stand. So shout out to Kehlani. I spent 4,479 minutes with Sister Girl on Spotify, and which put me in the top 0.05% of her fans, which I just stand. I love me some Kehlani. Y'all already know how I feel about that woman, that lady, that girl. Um, when it comes to podcasts on Spotify this year, um, so I'm very kind of sporadic with my podcast listening. Sometimes I'll watch YouTube podcasts. I really like to watch Dream Champs um visually on YouTube. Um, sometimes I use Apple Podcasts. So uh, I, I don't know. It's definitely hit or miss with these podcast stats. I, I would say they're They're the least accurate of all the other Spotify stats of this wrapped year, right? Um, But my number five most played Spotify podcast is The Read. Shout out to Crystal and Kid Fury. Love them. My number four, On Purpose with Jay Shetty. Y'all know that's my guy. Um, My number three most played podcast this year was Don't Call Me White Girl. Shout out to my girl Demona and Phelps and Dre and Rhonda S and 
everybody from that podcast. They definitely keep me very entertained for sure. Um, my number two most played podcast on Spotify is The Breakfast Club, which was very interesting because I don't feel like I listen to The Breakfast Club podcast a lot. I think I wake up listening to The Breakfast Club every day, um, or at least I have been as of late via iHeartRadio. So yeah. Also, this is something that I forgot to mention in media. Oh, rest in peace to Angela Yee's position on The Breakfast Club. Shout out to her for all of her transitions, but she has officially, you know, parted ways with The Breakfast Club. She has another show, which we gonna talk about when I finally fucking listen to it, Um, which hopefully tomorrow I'll find some time to listen after The Breakfast Club ends. I believe her slot is right after theirs, the nine o'clock spot. But So excited. Definitely excited for her and new beginnings. But yeah, number two podcast on Spotify, Breakfast Club. My number one most listened to podcast on Spotify, which is no surprise. I do listen to this podcast a lot at work, um, but I also listen to this a lot on Apple Music, which I I just listen to this podcast a lot. Y'all already know the vibes, the friend zone. I love them. Shout out to Fran, Dustin, and Asante. Shout out to my birthday twin, Dustin. He is the life of the show, honestly. He is the reason I still listen to this podcast so heavily um, or as heavily as I still do. Um, so shout out to the friend zone for being my number one most played podcast. Um, and overall, when it comes to Spotify wrapped, um, my listening personality was the adventurer, which I was also super proud of because I am super big on music discovery. I was really sad or I I won't say sad, but I was a little bit jealous that this nigga fresh, one of his top five genres on Spotify was literally Austin rap because I feel like I listen to you niggas a lot. Um, and that being said, there will be a playlist of all of the Austin artists. Um, plus Lynn, y'all know my girl, um, that, yeah, showed up on my top 100 Spotify rap playlist, nigga. There's a hella soldier in there. There's hella Teddy Legacy in there. There's Jedi in there. There's fucking Wave Tribe in there, nigga. Um, most of Lynn's Middle of Madness mixtape is on my Spotify rap top 100 songs this year, um, which I'm super proud of. Motherfucking Ezra by said boss is in my top 10 because... I just go up for that song so much. Um, But yeah, I I will be dropping that playlist very shortly. It may be exclusively available on Spotify um, until I find the will to also put it on Apple Music. And I I don't know if all the... Oh no, we'll see. We'll see. Well, I'll check out the logistics and I'll let y'all know when that playlist drops. Um, But that being said, y'all... I I want to thank you niggas, right? Swigs water. I want to thank you niggas for for listening to this fucking podcast, right? Um and giving me some stats. I this podcast Organic with OG Adriana has motherfucking stats. I have my own Spotify wrapped for Spotify for podcasters. I'm very proud of that. I'm very proud of the growth. Y'all know that the intention for season two that I energetically put out there before this season started at the top of the year 
was that this is the season where we grow. Nigga, and we grew. And I'm very proud of the growth. Steady motion is motherfucking motion. And I think that is something to be proud of. And we need to do more of being proud of ourselves. Goddamn. We need to do more of thanking ourselves. We need to get on the pedestal like Snoop Dogg. Goddamn. We need to get on the motherfucking pedestal like Issa Rae and thank ourselves. Goddamn. Because whatever the motion, however big or small in whoever's perception, motion is motion. Goddamn. And we stand growth in motion. That being said, y'all, when it comes to my podcast wrapped on Spotify, I created 2,577 minutes of new content, which happened to be more than 98% of creators in the um, health and fitness mother fucking category, which I'm super proud of. Um, Yes, this podcast has transformed into a heavy entertainment-based podcast for season two, but this podcast is essentially a motherfucking wellness podcast, nigga. We we doing the shit to heal. This is some black-ass community-ass healing-ass shit that we are doing here. So I am very proud and thankful um, to have made more content than 98% of people in the category, goddamn. Um, y'all already know. I, I've already shouted this out on Twitter. I've shouted this out but my most played, the most listened episode is the Jedi 512 episode. And nigga, it has 234% more than the average Spotify streams for any other episode of my podcast. Nigga, y'all ran it the fuck up. Shout out to y'all. Shout out to my nigga Tyler, who I'm assuming that you listening, you already know the vibes all the vibes, goddamn. Um, so yeah, if you haven't listened to that episode, which I'm pretty sure if you're hearing my voice right now, you have, go run it back because it, it's a great conversation and the stats prove how great that conversation was. Y'all really ran it the fuck up. My top country, though, this year for my podcast, Spotify Wrapped, is the United States. Um, shout out to you niggas in the United States. I don't know what to say about that. Um, but I was very proud also that my listener personalities are the devotee. Y'all niggas are devoted to me. Little old me hearing my voice. I really love it. I And I really, really believe that quality over quantity is for sure a thing. And I value having a small, loyal dedicated, riding-ass community over having a million followers any motherfucking day. And there was a time that (laughs) that wasn't a thing, right? There was a time that I did not value that, but nigga, I value it. And I shout out to y'all, shout out to y'all for being the devotees, nigga. I I stand. Y'all are just really dope for that. Um, So, Something magical allegedly happened between February 27th and March 5th, where on Spotify, there were 349% more than the average listeners listening, which is fucking wild. I know that's the time where that Jedi interview dropped. I know that was the time where I was really getting into my let's talk to these artists bags. So I appreciate y'all and definitely hope to run it up for this next year, right? Um, I 
was very, very, very proud to be in the top 20 most shared or the top 20% most shared um, podcast, nigga, in the globally. That shit globally, top 20 most shared podcast globally or top 20% most shared podcast globally. Nigga, that is a huge deal. That, that like means a lot that like you're sharing my things. And even if it's me sharing my own shit, like I stand because 57% of those shares were via direct link, which Thank you. Thank you very much for sharing my ting on Spotify. Um, So just to kind of wrap this up, right, um, when it comes to gains, as opposed to last year, I am up 180% hours, um, 106%. I am up 160% um, where followers are concerned, um, where listeners are concerned, I'm up 82%. um, And where streams are concerned, I'm up 57%. And I'm very grateful and thankful for all of those. Like I said, this was the season of growth. And we don't intend to do anything less but to grow in the future. And I cannot, I cannot thank you niggas enough. You feel me? Um, So these stats kind of made me cry a little bit. And this is where that I would rather have a small, close-knit community thing comes into play. But when it comes to the, like, fans, right, um, I was in the top 10 for 49 people who listened to my podcast. 49 of you niggas have me in y'all's top 10 podcast category. 38 of you niggas, I was in the top five podcasts for you top fucking five podcasts i showed up on 38 people's top five spotify podcasts that shit 38 people is a lot of niggas if i had 38 people sitting in my room right now i want to fight because what are all you niggas doing go the fuck home that is a lot of people i'm so grateful for that but i am super grateful that 17 people I was y'all's number one podcast on Spotify. And whether that, whether or not, you know, you not listening to other podcasts at all factors in, regardless, my, like, Adriana, me, organic with OG Adriana, nigga, oh, I, oh, I just stand. And something else, you know, where, because now I'm feeling feelings of imposter syndrome, right? But something else, friends. I just hosted my, my first hosting situation. Um, I hosted Talib Kweli's last Tuesday event, and it was beautifully chaotic. Goddamn. Um, I did feel unprepared because it was super rushed. I didn't get the set list until like a couple hours before and have like a rundown of everything until a couple of hours before. So I was in panic mode, like my OCD, my sidereal Virgo rising was going fucking crazy, but I got through it. I made it through and it was dope. I I can't wait to hold a mic in my hands in front of people again, Um, hopefully in a more comfortable atmosphere, hopefully in an atmosphere where I am on a more elevated platform because I do be realizing that your girl is a little bit short just a little bit. I'm a little bit short. Just, you know, you feel me? I'm finally accepting that, right, about myself. But y'all, I'm doing a lot of things that I could have only imagined for myself and for my life. And I'm very blessed and thankful for for all the things. But that being said, y'all, 
Um, I got something to say, y'all. So let's get into OG Says, goddamn. Welcome back to another episode of OG Says, where I, OG Adriana, say something about something. Y'all, this week's OG Says is just, listen, something super simple. Start listening. I think a huge part of my personal accountability journey as of late has been to shut the fuck up, stop talking, and listen to what people have to say. Um, I think a lot of times because I am constantly analyzing situations, I am constantly um, being a sociologist, you know, by hobby. I am kind of observing all the time and coming to conclusions that I tend to forget the value in simply listening and hearing what people have to say and listening to the nonverbal communication and really, really paying attention to what others have to say. Fucking listening. I think there is so much value in that. And it is often very lost because we are in the age of social media where every single part of our feelings are exposed if we want them to. We love to share our ideas. We love to share our perspectives and our biases. And we love to push our our own personal agendas, whether or not they are um, good or not, you know. Um, But in the age where all of that is super prevalent, I think a lot of us fail to take the time to sit back and just listen and digest what the fuck people around us are saying before coming to our conclusions, before getting triggered, before misperceiving certain things. Um, Yeah, this week's OG says is just listen. Use your goddamn ears, hell. (laughs) Let's end the episode, y'all. All right, y'all. So, you know, I love to end these episodes with some sort of like energetic climate, some sort of spiritually guided message to lead us into the next week or month or whenever the hell you need the goddamn message, you feel me? Um, This week, I have decided to pull from the poetry book Soul Portal by Miss Kyla Renee, um, an author, a creative um, a vibe dealer, quite literally, um, from the city who, yeah, is a young woman doing her thing on a healing journey while being a mama entrepreneur and teen. But that being said, I am flipping through this book, asking spirit for some clear and precise messages from all of our spirits and ancestors and and ting of benevolence asking God the most high of course for the final say and the message that we need to hear so I'm flipping through goddamn and honey we flipping to page 92 which is a very simple message keep going keep going keep going. And that being said, y'all, that's it. Y'all, that's the end of this episode. I hope you enjoyed this 
this short episode, this episode that was super light and easy and fun for me to do. Um, I, like I said, I've been going through a lot personally. I have been trying to work through so much emotionally and spiritually and just working on leveling up right to the next step. Um, that I, I, I did not necessarily feel like recording an episode. However, y'all peeps, the people who are listening to me, the people who I am in their top five, top 10, their top podcast for the year, nigga, I, I, y'all deserve an episode. So I have done that. And that being said, I am not ranting, honey. Follow me on all the things. Um, of course you can follow my personal Instagram at OG Adriana, which I use as a micro blog. I am trying really intentionally, like I said earlier, to stay off social media. So I'm not positive how active I will be on that account, um, in the next coming weeks, but bear with me and go follow your girl. You can also follow this podcast, Instagram, at organic with og where i pop where i post podcast updates and aesthetic teams um you can also follow me please subscribe to my youtube channel um at og adriana um you can probably also follow me or find me adriana mckinney somewhere on the youtube but it's definitely in the link in my bio on instagram and on twitter which you can follow me at at your own discretion at og adriana underscore um and yeah that's it three more episodes left y'all for the rest of this season um just as a brief overview next week's episode will include an interview with one of my personal favorite artists from the city um my the episode after that will we're hopping back into our research psychology bag for a super important conversation that we need to have before the year is over and y'all know the last episode of the season vibes I did not even have to go there but that being said bye y'all goodbye have a great day week whatever goodbye